These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce, the pride of Tater Town and Doc Holliday. I'm Doc Holliday. He's Isaac Bruce. Isaac, what's up, brother? And how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, Doc, man? Just let everybody know, man, Tater Town's my, my, my neighborhood where I grew up in <laughs> South Florida, man. So, uh, But I'm doing well. A lot, a lot to talk about today, man. Some, a lot of interesting stuff uh, uh, in the sports world, social world, kind of mixing it up. So let's have at it, man. No doubt about it. Indeed, a lot to talk about on today's show. Like Isaac said, the Rams have finally put the pads on and training camp. Now's the time dudes show if they belong. Rookie wide receiver Van Jefferson is showing everybody he belongs. Coaches and players are excited about what he can do. Isaac, one of the best to ever play wide receiver, tells us what he likes about Van. Jefferson is not the only young Ram making plays so far. Other youngsters are stepping up in camp as well. And it seems that John Wolford has solidified himself as Jerry Goff's backup at quarterback. Now, if the Rams want to make the playoffs, having a capable backup helps a lot in case Goff goes down. Did somebody say playoffs? Of course they did. I did. The NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing, and our partners are bet online. Have you covered? Now, I've been hearing a lot of garbage coming from Cowboy fans about how they're going to do this and how they're going to do that to our L.A. Rams on opening night at our house. I say, put your money where your trap is. Bet it. I'm going with the Rams. Isaac is going with the Rams. You got that much confidence, Cowboy fans? Bet. So take full advantage of sports being back and get in on the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Today, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now, Isaac, before we get into this show, man, before we get into some sports, we have to mention what has happened to another one of our brothers, another one of our brethren, man, Jacob Blake, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Shot seven times, man, unarmed, getting back in his car. I mean, Isaac, man, uh, I know this is a sports talk show, man, but we have real life going on, man, and this stuff is just constantly happening. And not only is this discouraging, man, it's just extremely infuriating that we still have to deal with this type of abuse and treatment. 
Well, Doc, I mean, you're absolutely right, man. It's unfortunate that, you know, um, uh, this has happened again, but it's very fortunate that we have a platform where we can bring things uh, like this up, man. It affects our community. It affects us as a people, as a whole, as a nation. And, you know, thoughts and prayers, we want to send them out to Jacob Blake uh, uh, there in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, not only that, uh, but last Friday, man, down in Lafayette, Louisiana, Trayford Pellerin, he was shot and killed, 11 shots uh, by the police uh, walking into a convenience store. And uh, he was shot and killed. And uh, it's just tragic because, you know, uh, when we see, you know, others who are uh, accosted by policemen uh, in our communities, a lot of them get to go home at night. I mean, the policemen go home, the assailants, they go home. But it's just unfortunate that, you know, Mr. Jacob Blake, you know, he goes to the hospital. Uh, Trayford Pellerin, he, he, he's now been murdered in the street. So uh, investigations have been launched. Uh, you know, my heart, my prayers go out to those families. And, uh, you know, some of the leaders in Lafayette, Louisiana, are calling for uh, economic san sanctions by the, quote-unquote, Afro-Americans, African-Americans in that city. So um, we, we just want to yell that from our, our podcast and make sure that if you're traveling to Lafayette, Louisiana, uh, you, you, you're choosing to spend some money. It's going to be a trade for Thursdays. So we're going to go other places, go places that support our cause and those who look like us and spend money with people of color uh, until, you know, we're heard. It seems as if kneeling isn't getting the job done. Uh, social media stuff, it just isn't getting the job done because we're still seeing people that look like me and you, Doc, getting slain in the street by those who are supposed to protect and serve us. Yeah, man, it's uh, I mean, it's, it's 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 extremely disheartening, man. And prayers go out to those families, man. It's just I know this is a sports show, and I appreciate you all listening. But Isaac and I have to discuss these things, man, because this is the type of stuff that affects us, that affects our community. We grew up, and we still uh, get treated the same kind of way, man. So hopefully, uh, you know, the all praises to the Most High, man. He'll fix this problem soon because it is it's, it's been out of hand a long time now. Uh, getting back to football, Isaac. Hard Knocks last night, man. Episode three, our Rams. I checked it out, man. It was pretty good. What you think about it, brother? Well, that was pretty good, man. It was a decent show. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of uh, 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 rhetoric, a lot of talk that's happening in training camp right now. You're, you're now starting to end into the third and fourth weeks of training camp. They probably have one cut and another round of cuts that are coming up. So, uh, players are getting opportunities now. They should really be embedded in uh, the culture, uh, uh, the the offense playbook, the defense playbook, special teams playbook, and how coaches want you to play. I mean, you're at a point right now where coaches shouldn't have to coach effort, and they shouldn't have to coach, you know, running from from station to station. So, um, you know, it's all about playing playing football, coaching football, and being able to execute you know, uh, at a high level in a pressure situation. Yeah, man, and also the pads went on last week for the Rams for the first time, man, and watching that footage, and I'm hearing a lot of the young players, man, a lot of rookies, especially rookies. I know how it is, man. They're like, man, I can't wait till the pads go on, man. But, yeah, all right, bro, because I know a lot of rookies were scared. A lot of rookies were nervous. They say they they they, they, say, they talk a good game, but they're nervous, man. I, I mean, I don't want to say they were scared, but some were scared, but they're nervous because – once you're in training camp and you're running around in shorts and helmets, everybody looks good, man. I mean, you, you're taking mental reps. You don't want to make mistakes. But if you make mistakes, you're probably not going to get your ass knocked off. But once those pads come on, all those vets and those players that's been in the league a lot longer, man, 
they move faster. And one of the reasons they move faster, they're in better conditioning. They're grown men. Plus, they know what they're doing. You're out there thinking, trying to make sure you got your assignment correctly with those pads on, and you get knocked off. And a lot of times, man, you're not used to that kind of speed. You're not used to that kind of strength. And you saw a couple of instances, man, especially with the Chargers, man, cats just knocking cats on, on, on their ass, man. So it's good to see uh, them with them pads going on like that, man. Uh, bro, like I said, man, a lot of rookies, young people, Scared, man, but once those pads go on, Isaac, man, you finally finally can see what dudes can really do, man. Well, we talked about this in, earlier in a couple of podcasts that we had, man. Um, we, we talked about uh, how this year's training camp is going to be truly a proving ground. It's going to be the old school style of training camp where you have to, you know, collide and collision with people in practice because, you know, with the lack of preseason games, you don't have that opportunity. So, um, you know, there was a lot of guys out there. You, you mentioned some of the uh, the rookies being afraid. Hey, some of the veterans, man, I, I, I do remember, man, even in preseason games, man, as long as I played, you get that sense of butterflies in your stomach, man, all the way up to that moment you get hit, hit the very first time. So it happens in practice as well. You know, I have that little sense of anxiety uh, just listening. And when you walk in, you finally see that message on the board of uh, what are we wearing today? And it says full pads. You know, that anxiety starts coming up in your stomach because, you know, there's going to be some safeties coming down in the box that you have to pick up. There's going to have to be some slants that are ran. You have to go over the middle and catch these passes that are thrown. You just have to go out and be a football player. So uh, once you see, you know, that, that the attire for the day is pads, uh, it just lets you know and reminds you once again that this is the NFL, man, which is a collision sport. So get get your mind right. Yeah, you better get your mind right. Also, it seems like someone who has their mind right, man, is uh, Rams rookie wide receiver out of Florida, man, Van Jefferson. It seems like he's making a lot of people say, damn, this young player can ball, man. In the scrimmage, man, it seems like he got some run with the ones. Uh, a lot of Rams players and coaches and fans uh, like what he's doing. And reporters as well speaking about what he's doing, man. You know, you Van, he's 6'1", 200 pounds, man. Not the biggest wide receiver, but he's not small by no means. But I like him because he's smart, man. He's versatile. He's athletic. He can play inside. He can play outside. And just looking at him on film, you're like, okay, he can do some things, especially if he's running with the ones already during camp. They're trying to give him an opportunity. But not only that, they're giving him an opportunity because he's deserving and showing that he deserves an opportunity. A lot of Rams fans real high on Van Jefferson. Isaac, one of the best to ever play wide receiver, one of the best to ever play the game. You looking at the young fellow, man, what you like about Van? Well, I tell you what, you, I mean, I can tell, and, you know, if you have an eye for it, you can tell why he's being promoted so fast. I mean, from, you know, probably the third group, second group on to running some reps with the first team. And, and it probably has nothing really to do. It has something to do with his athletic ability. But most, most importantly, his biggest asset is what's between his ears. Uh, we mentioned it before. Uh, his dad, Sean Jefferson, uh, played in the league a very long time. He's coached in the league a very long time. He's currently the head coach, assistant head coach over at the New York Jets right now. So so Van has been accustomed to being around professional training camps, seeing a lot of people, taking a lot of mental reps, and uh, played in the powerhouse of the SEC, his college career. So when this guy comes in, he's able to pick up uh, the jargon of the offense. He's able to pick up uh, cold words, sights, and, and pick up blitzing uh, safeties. He just has... Uh, a cerebral standpoint to be on the field, which promotes a lot of players 
uh, faster than, you know, your ability to, to show run after the catch. I mean, you know, you mentioned a lot of times, Doc, about running backs. The biggest parts of running back's job is to protect the quarterback, pick up blitzing, know your pass protection, things like that. So when you see young guys being able to do that, being able to handle that under the pressure that the that, that's created by the coaching staff, by the veteran players, he starts to gain that respect. His respect is going to turn into confidence for himself, and we're seeing that with Van Johnson right now, Jefferson and- right now. And I like it because he knows how to prepare. He knows what you have to do to prepare because, like you say, his dad, man, Sean Jefferson, man, was a, was a baller, had a nice long NFL career. Now he's an NFL coach, been coaching nearly uh, 20 years, man. So he knows how to prepare. That's that mental as- aspect that you talked about. He knows how to study. He knows how to study the playbook. He knows what to look for. He knows what not to look for. But he also understands what it means to be a complete wide receiver because being a wide receiver just don't mean going out and routes uh, – uh, uh, and catching passes, man. You got to be able to do it all. You got to be able to do block as well. Now, I don't really like to talk about the Chargers, but what I did like last at, at this week's Hard Knocks, man, is Chargers wide receivers coach going off on those receivers about blocking, man. I mean, going off, letting them know, man. Anthony Lynn saying the same thing. If you don't block, you can't play for me. And wide receivers blocking downfield, this is why it's important because if you want to make have long runs broken off by your running backs, or even your quarterback that's scrambling down the field, wide receivers have to get on their man and block. You have to be a complete player, man. You cannot be selfish. Isaac, I know blocking is one of those things, man, that people that probably didn't even talk about you uh, enough about, but not only was you a great route runner and going out uh, catching that rock, but, I mean, you took pride in kind of punching some cats in the mouth because you'd like to see those running backs like Marshall Falk and Steven Jackson and other dudes break long runs, man, to make the crowd go wild. Absolutely, man. I mean, there are a couple of things that, you know, you know, from my standpoint, my, my, uh, that, that wide receivers get paid for. Number, number one, you get paid to practice. Number two, you get paid to block. I, I can catch balls and run routes on you all day. I love to do that. But the extra part of it, you know, like you mentioned, the blocking downfield, making sure that you're taking hits off your running back. There's only so many hits that a running back can take over his career. So, and, and those devastating hits are when this guy's being held up by some defensive linemen or some linebackers, and here comes that safety at the end to finish him off when he can't protect himself. So that falls into the responsibility of those wide receivers on the perimeter to make sure that you get in there and you take those extra hits off your running backs, take them off your guys. You got to remember, we, we work and play for each other. When you're out running routes, and, and uh, trying to get open, trying to get deep down the field on a seven-step drop. It's the running back that's, that's in the pass pro that's helping you. So it works both ways. you got to make sure. And I think that we have guys like Cup. We have guys like Robert Woods, uh, Van Jefferson, who, uh, Reynolds, who are big and tough enough to take on some of these uh, strong safeties, these free safeties who are coming down in the box, try, really trying to enforce their will on running backs and the running game. So um, you got to get in there. you got to get – you know, like the coach was saying, put your face in the fan, and sometimes you got to change it up on these guys. Cut them, cut them low. They don't like to be cut, and uh, you know it, it's going to be some screaming, it's going to be some yelling. But it, it, when they hit you over the middle, trying to take your head off, they're going to be high fiving over you. So this is the opportunity for those wide receivers to go into the box and really make your make your shoulder pads feel felt by these guys coming down trying to make tackles on your running backs. Talking about somebody making people. Uh, Feel something, man. Aaron Donald, man. I hadn't he hadn't gotten a lot of airtime in hard knocks so far. 
I mean, I don't know why, man. I mean, I, I, he got a great personality when you watch him on social media and things like that, man. Uh, uh, or maybe he don't want him around him as much. I don't know, man. But regardless, if he's not getting airtime on Hard Knocks, man, it don't matter. Because, bro, if just watching what he did in the short thing they showed us from the scrimmage, man, looked like dude had about 60 sacks, man. Now, we know how good he is. But it's like, damn, bro, he destroying the offensive lineman two and three at a time that's trying to block him. But we're not surprised, uh, Isaac. That's what AD does, man. You know, Aaron Donald is mid-season form right now, man. He puts in the work in the offseason, uh, sows those seeds, and right now he's reaping harvests, man. So, it, you know, it, it kind of reminded me just watching the footage on uh, Aaron Donald on Hard Knocks. Uh, you know, my, 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 my terms or some of my conversations with Young defense, defensive backs that I, that I that I call myself developing or training or practicing against every day, I had a saying, man, I'm going to either put you in the Pro Bowl or on the waiver wire. So the choice is yours. Either you can work <laughs> with me to get better or you can be looking for a job somewhere down the road. So uh, those guys who are going up against Aaron Donald right now, those offensive linemen, those interior players, you can either – uh, learn and work with him. Do your best to stop because you're not going to see anything better than him on game day. That's not happening. So you can either put yourself in the Pro Bowl or you can go in the waiver wire just going up against this guy every day. No doubt about it, man. It's funny to hear Jerry Goff say, man, Aaron Donald gets home fast. Yeah, he gets home fast. And speaking of a home, having a home is a blessing. And having a great heating and air conditioning system for that home is also a blessing. At Opox, they help you take care of that blessing by making sure your heating and air conditioning system is running properly. Their expert technicians have decades of experience and their experience will make sure your experience at home is a comfortable one. Call Opox at 901-443-5153 for your heating air conditioning, water heater, and furnace services. Opox, keeping you warm in the winter, cool in the summer. You know who else has been cool in the summer, Isaac? That dude, Jalen Ramsey, man. Now, we talk about AD doing what he does, 60 sacks in the, uh, in the scrimmage, man, and just absolutely destroying the offensive lineman. But Jalen Ramsey doing what he does as well, being a thief, stealing passes, man. Now, practice this week, man. Hey, everybody's talking about it. We saw a little highlight. One-handed interception in the end zone, man. Picked off golf. Took it to the house. Touchdown really don't count, man. He flipped it to Aaron Donald, and Donald flipped into the end zone. Now, AD, chill out on that, bro. I mean, because we don't want nothing to happen to you, man. Why are you doing all that unnecessary flipping? But uh, Jalen Ramsey, balling, man. He's been as dominant like they want, like they expect, and dominant like they know he can be in camp so so uh, so far. And he also hasn't gotten a lot of screen time. But, Isaac, we've talked about Jalen a lot, man, and, uh, this is not surprising, man, that he seems to be just shutting everybody down, man, and picking golf off uh, almost uh, at will. Well, uh, you know, I think the same thing bodes well for, uh, you know, the Cooper Cups, the, the Robert Woods, uh, the Van Jeffersons, when we, you know, when we spoke about Aaron Donald. I mean, going up against a guy like Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey every day in practice is only going to make you better. It's only going to prepare you for what you're going to see down the road during the regular season. Uh, on Sunday, Monday nights, and those type games. So anytime you have an opportunity to to go up and hone your skills versus one of the better corners in the league, you should take that opportunity. So I feel like that's what Jalen is doing right now. He's preparing himself uh, for the for the long haul. Um, it, it seems as if he has his mind on uh, playing the game itself and not, you know, other things that, you know, from a business standpoint that has to be taken care of. So just being out there and him, uh, you know, honing his skills, uh, getting right, getting ready. 
and uh, making plays in practice. So that's where it happens. It starts. It start. You start to make plays in practice. It carryovers to games, and you know you get stamped with uh, with more Pro Bowls, with more uh, All Pro selections. So I'm not. I'm. I'm not expecting anything less, but I'm expecting uh, Jalen just to have a phenomenal football season this year. Now it seems like his good play and his great play and his attitude, man, is rubbing off on that whole room, which is important because you got to have good leadership in those individual rooms because football is broken down, man. You have offense and defense, but then you have position groups and everybody kind of click with themselves. And really the offense kind of clicks with themselves and really don't deal with the defense too much. But Jalen Ramsey, man, having a leader in the room, man, doing some things, showing confidence, uh, making plays. It seems to be rubbing off on some of those other young DBs because Nick Scott, Jordan Fuller, Terrell Burgess, they've been making plays, man, picking cats off, uh, getting interceptions, I, I guess, pretty much in every practice man so that's huge especially with Taylor Rapp still being out to see those other DBs stepping up and taking the confidence of Jalen Ramsey and it's extremely important to have a leader in an individual position group like Jalen like Aaron Donald uh like somebody on offense to step up man because it, it holds that entire unit accountable and it also you know it's, it's, it's contagious right Oh, no doubt, man. I mean, these guys are in, invaluable assets, man. If you have guys who are so as, as young as Jared Goff is, man, he, you know, his his job is solidified. But at the same time, he's, he's, he's attempting to get better. So the younger guys under him, they just watch his approach. They watch him when he's being corrected, how he should answer, how they should answer, how they should uh, uh, respond to Coach McVay and uh, the quarterback's coach. So um, it's important to have guys like that in your locker room just to hold everyone accountable because – you know, we set the tone in the locker room, uh, and 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 head coach should only be concerned with coaches coaching X's and O's. That should be his only concern. But we know much better than that. But when you have a bunch of or a group of guys in one locker room like that, man, it bodes well for everybody. Now, it it also bodes well, man, if the Rams have a capable backup, and it seems like the Rams are pretty much set on John Walford being Goff's backup. Now, Walford not the biggest dude. You know, he's just a little bit over six, listed as six one, but. Who knows if he's really 6'1", man, but he's different. Now, he hasn't thrown a pass in the NFL yet, but it seems like the coaches like him because he has been making plays during training camp so far, throwing a couple of long strikes, making a couple of big runs. But And that's one of the things, man, he's a different dynamic from golf. You know, golf is back there. He's not very mobile, uh, semi-athletic, but not very mobile. But Wolford is a very uh, mobile quarterback. He can do a lot with his – Leg Sean McVay compares him to Doug uh, Doug Flutie, and that, that's a that's, that's some high praise because Doug Flutie was a small quarterback and he was a baller, man. But you know we're gonna need somebody in case something happened to golf to be able to step up, lead the offense, lead the team, and I guess Wal- Walford would give a defense problems because he comes in, man, and you're you know golf is like really standing there, man. I'm I'm gonna throw it, I'm gonna stand in the pocket, but with Walford, uh, you don't really know much about him. He's a running quarterback, and when running quarterback, we know, man, when things break down, they can always make something happen, and that's important, especially for a Rams offense like we have. Well, I'll tell you what, Kevin O'Connell, uh, offense coordinator, Shane Waldron, uh, uh, assistant quarterback coach, got the work cut out for him, man. But here, here's another thing. I mean, you have to uh, uh, factor this in as well, Doc. Just, once again, just not having these preseason games and only scrimmages. So, uh, you, you know, you know, backup quarterback, starting quarterback, you get used to seeing what your defense is placing in front of you every day. So not having preseason games, you don't have that ability really to 
to, to really work on your skills versus someone else, a different team under game type situation. So, but I mean, I wouldn't say, you know, the backup position is solidified. It may, it may, it may, you know, got a little bit more clearer, but here's the thing. The Rams aren't limited, aren't limited to what's on their roster right true, now. True. Like, you know, those cuts are going to happen. I mean, teams from around the league uh, may figure out we can't keep this guy and that guy may fit what Sean, make Sean McVay likes to do. He may be similar to Jared Goff in some kind of form or fashion, but um, you know, it, it's all about having that opportunity. And when you have that opportunity, like you had uh, this past game, this past scrimmage, and so far, you, you got to take advantage of it. And you always have to take advantage of every rep you get in there, man. And watching Hard Knocks, man, it seems like uh, they, they that well, not seems like they've been giving a lot of attention to the rookie linebacker from Baylor, man, Clay Johnston, getting a lot of airtime, man. Uh, just watching him, he admits, man, he's he's making a lot of mistakes, which rookies do because they don't. Hey, things move fast, man. Things move different. If you're not where you're supposed to be, man, cats coming. Cats not waiting on you. But I, I know what HBO is what what was doing, man, because it's a TV show. See, they they don't really show us too much of the stars or the people we know, uh, because they like to, they like to build up characters. Clay Johnson is a nice little character. He says, "Gosh, Garley." and things like that. But they're setting you up to be emotional, man, because there's a chance Clay may be in up getting released. So they're showing you him. They're showing you Dante Dion, which Dion been balling, man. So uh, he, he probably pretty much going to be on the squad, you know, been on the practice squad up and down. But anyway, but Clay Johnston, that emotional tie-in, man. See, it, now I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Rams fans, they want you to love Clay and everything that happens because if he does get cut, so now you emotionally vested in it in the show, you're going to be upset. But if he makes the team, because he almost like the underdog, so that's a win-win situation uh, for him. But just looking at Clay and other other young cats, and I'm, I'm, I'm listening to him, man, I'm just making a lot of mistakes. Hey, man, uh, you laughing about it, I understand, but that's something you got to clear up real real fast, young fella, because uh, constantly making them mistakes, man, it, it, it's, it's just not going to roll, man, especially now that we're in, in, in pads. It's got to be cleaned up, Doc. I mean, it's a, it's a unique story. I mean, we're, we're talking about a guy, you know, played at Baylor, uh, I think his last season, he towards ACL. So, you know, it wasn't much film out there on him uh, other than what he did, you know, the, the year he was on the field, I believe his junior year. So, uh, but we we're talking about another a, a guy who really grew up around professional sports, professional football. You know, his dad was a strength coach over at Green Bay for a while. So, um, you know, he's used to the atmosphere of a, of a professional football camp. So I think that gives him an edge. And, you know, some reports out that it, it, it says that he, he could have been a third, maybe a fourth round pick had he not torn his ACL. So, you know, this guy's just really getting back into football, really getting his legs back under him. And, uh, you know, once again, these, these preseason games not being able to be played, you know, it affects guys like Clay. So, so hopefully, you know, mentally he can get it right be where he's supposed to be when he's supposed to be there and, uh, you know, be able to execute from, from walkthrough to the, to the next time the next scrimmage comes up and uh, make, make leaps and bounds. So th that's what these coaches are, are looking for right now. Can you add on to uh, the grade that you received from this last scrimmage? Can you add on to that? Can your, can your reps be better? Each rep be better uh, the next time I allow you to get on the field. So, that's what's going to be seen. That's what's going to be asked of guys like Clay, and uh, hopefully he does it. Yeah, and you got to get out there, man. You got to be ready to play, man. You got to take advantage of every rep. And um, 
fact of the matter is, man, it's a whole different ball game, man. When you get out there and they put them pads on, especially when it's live fire, oh, man, it's, it's totally different. I still remember one of my first practices at training camp, man. I'm in, I'm in fullback. I'm in three-point stands. Hell, man, uh, as soon as the ball was snapped, man, Robert Jones playing middle linebacker, he had shot through the gap and smacked me right in my mouth before I even had a chance to look up, man. So that let me know right then. Not only do I know the, the snap count, I got to be ready to go right now. I don't know if the quarterback looked at him and told him something, but it, it's a different ball game, man, and it wakes you up real fast, man. But I tell you what, damn it, it didn't happen again. It didn't happen again. Isaac, but yeah, man, quit making all the mistakes, man, and get out. And not, not only just Clay, man, all of you, you young players, man, just go out there and ball. But you, you got to know what you're doing, man, because don't give them a reason to scream at you. Don't give them a reason to put that red dot on you in the film room. That's another thing I was looking at. That coach, man, when that, that eye in the sky don't lie, man. When they put that on that film and you some trash out there, Isaac, hey, bro, everybody there to see that, man. The cat's going to clown you, too. I'll tell you what, I mean, in the learning process, you know, uh, coaches want smart players. We want smart players as fans, but also we want players that are, that are, that have a motor. And and if if you don't know a play, if you choose to just go fast and do it hard, do it fast, uh, you'll stand out that way. I mean, I know a lot of guys who made teams from that standpoint. They feel like coaches feel like they're physically able to do the job. You just have to teach them how to play it. So you get opportunities like that. Coach Vermeil, he was the same way. He'd see a lot of guys who were physically able to make plays, and, and, and he just felt like you just had to coach these guys up, and once you coach them up, you have a productive football player. Damn, that's a good point, man. Yeah, just go out there and ball, man. Just ball, even if you don't know what the hell you're doing. Just go out there and ball, man. Hopefully you don't get anybody hurt, but I tell you what, though, if you're supposed to be pass blocking, you better pass block. Damn all that effort and stuff. You better pass block because you better take care of that quarterback. But And you also got to stay healthy, man. So, uh that's extremely important, man. Our little running back, man, uh, Darren Henderson, suffered a little mild hamstring injury, man, so he's out for a minute. Hey, man, and them hamstrings can be uh, – they can be crucial. I caught one my last year at the University of Memphis, man. It really set me down for four or five games, man. That on, that on top of having a broken hand. And, Isaac, I know you've dealt with some hamstring injuries as well, man. So, uh, mild hamstring, major hamstring. It's good that it's a mild hamstring, but – if you're not careful, man, that mild hamstring injury can turn into a major hamstring injury quick as heck. Hey, fate tells time what to do. So make sure uh, you're talking to that thing every day, man, and uh, don't let it linger on. So if you have to make an adjustment in your diet, do that. But, but everything in your power, get back on that field as soon as you can. No doubt about it, man. And the Rams announcing, man, that no fans will be allowed in the opening game, opening night primetime football against the Dallas Cowboys, man. The Rams got in there and practiced in it for the first time they had their scrimmage, and it is absolutely ridiculously beautiful. Not beautiful, but beautiful. No Rams, I mean, no fans going to be able to experience it, man. But you're looking at SoFi, man. I can't, I, I can't even deny, bro. That, that, that thing is just absolutely, it's, it's, it's unreal, man. It's nice, man. That, that, that's something that you get for $4 billion, but I mean, it looks like, you know, you, you don't want to spill anything in it. Just so, you know, just start imagining all the Gatorade that's going to be thrown on the business on the sideline and that type of stuff. But definitely a beautiful place, man. You know, with, 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 with no fans being allowed, you know, I sent out a tweet the other day, a tweet the other day saying that we should have a, a watch party at my old school, Santa Monica City College, uh, in the parking lot somewhere. Get some screens and, and uh, let uh, Mr. Cronky pay for the screens and, and take care of the fans, man. Either that or the old Fox Hills Mall off Sepulveda there, man. 
uh, just do something for the fans and make sure the fans are happy. So when we are allowed to have fans back in, they'll be extra hungry and extra loud to help stop some of these opposing offenses that are going to be coming into SoFi. No doubt about it, because it's going to be extremely quiet, man. But just playing in an empty football stadium, man. See, basketball, you can pretty much close it. You can close it in a little bit to make it feel a little bit more intimate, man. But that's going to be strange, man. You got this beautiful place, man. They're just going to cast, going to be in there knocking heads. And a lot of players, man, they need fans in the stands, man, to really play at their optimal. But that's how you're going to prove, man, the professionals versus the actors because the professionals – because I know when I was playing, man, I really didn't hear any fans or see any fans. It's just straight tunnel business. So it wouldn't have been a problem for me, and I don't think it would have been a problem for you either, man. Absolutely. you got to create your own energy, man. So it's an opportunity for uh, for you to just uh, zone in on your job. Uh, don't 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 pay attention to what's not in the, in the stands, uh, the music that's being played. I'm sure there will be a lot of artificial music that's being pumped into the stadium these, this year. Uh, week week to the uh, New Orleans Saints who used to do it, and it was against the rules, you know, back in my day. But yeah, I mean that's going to be the way to you know kind of you know assimilate what what the players are used to, uh, you know, pumping the music, the artificial noise, sounds, and that type of stuff to get these players ready to play. But hopefully they are professionals and won't have, and won't need that in the stands. You know, you'll get your hugs when you get home, when you get in the car and get home, and uh, that that type of stuff. And plus, man, ESPN Sports Center still be there. L.A. Ramblings. Ramblings, we'll still be there. We'll talk about you. We're going to show you some love. That's if you're balling. If you some doo-doo, we're going we're gonna to talk about that as well, man. But you heard Isaac talk about social media. Follow him on Twitter, man, at IsaacBruce80. I'm at the underscore Doc Holiday. The show is at L.A. Ramblings. Follow us on Twitter, man, and we really, really appreciate you all listening. Thank you. And also another special thanks, man, to our first couple of sponsors man all praises to the most high man bet online and opox heating and air conditioning service man hey isaac just blessings upon blessings man i, I mean i'm so thankful brother i don't even know what to say man get a little emotional man because seriously i don't care what y'all say man god is good to me god to my he's good to my brother man and just doing this show man is just getting the support and just seeing the blessings flow oh my gosh isaac Indeed, man. His mercies, his mercies endure forever. So, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we're blessed to be blessed. So, man, I'm going to make sure, uh, you know, I find an outlet to bless someone else with these, uh, these, these new, this new come income, man. So I'm happy for it and I'm excited, excited for more, man. No doubt. And I'm excited for more ramblings with the golden child, Isaac Bruce, and I'm Doc Holliday. That's going to do it for this week's episode. I promise you, we'll be back if... God allows, and he's winning. But if he's willing, and I think he's willing, we'll be back to give you more L.A. ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and myself, Doc Holliday. Until next week, we out.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.